Hello and welcome again to the Great Western Woods. It's been quite a long time since I last recorded an episode. Part of that, I've been away on holiday. I took my two boys on holiday to the seaside and it got me thinking about holidays in world building. So one big thing to think about with holidays is where do people actually go and what are the different options because some people like to go to the coast and spend their holidays lying on a beach some people prefer to go to a city some people like to go to the mountains with the leisure activities that are available there some people like to go to the countryside and be out in nature some people will holiday in their own country and Other people prefer to go to foreign countries. They like to experience different cultures. If you're writing huge science fiction, they could even be going to different planets to go on holiday. And people often like to go on holiday to somewhere different to where they live themselves. So if you have somebody who lives in a seaside town they might decide to go on holiday to the mountains or if you have somebody who lives in a very small village they might prefer to holiday in a city. So people in your world are going to holiday in different places. It's unlikely that everyone goes on holiday to the exact same place every single time. So if you built quite a large world you're going to have coasts, you're going to have cities, you're going to have mountains and countryside. So there'll be lots of options. Like I say, people in your world may even be travelling to different planets and they will be experiencing very, very different cultures, maybe even different species to them, which is a huge thing. Um, Obviously, there's that, that very famous saying, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Because one thing that holidaymakers sometimes fall foul of is when they're abroad, they are ignorant of the laws and the customs that are in the place that they're visiting. And without knowing it, they can end up arrested, being punished for a crime that isn't a crime in their own country and back home. So... If you've got people travelling to different countries and experiencing different cultures, there's a heck of a lot to think about. And it's not just about the thinking about the people who are actually going on holiday themselves. You've also got to think about the impact of the places that they are going to. So how does the infrastructure of that place cope with a sudden increased population? Like if everyone tends to go to a certain place in the summer, suddenly in the summer there's this huge influx of people. Um, They've got to be accommodated, they've got to be fed, there's got to be enough water for them, there's got to be enough space for them. And yeah, inevitably there is likely to be a rise in crime so they've got to have the infrastructure of enough police to be able to cope with that 
and that's that's a, that can be a massive massive impact on a place and once again if you're thinking about the culture of the place they may well be having people come into their culture who don't understand their culture who don't understand the norms and the values and the indeed the laws of their culture and that's something that they have to deal with as well so as well as thinking about the people who are actually going on holiday themselves you've got to think about the population of the place where they're going to and think about how the locals treat the tourists and what they really think of them I grew up in a bit of a holiday place Uh, my parents now live in um, in Torbay in Devon which is a huge holiday destination and the locals don't really like holiday makers that much you know they they come and they make the place is busy the roads are jammed it's so hard to get anywhere they fill up the beaches but on the other hand they bring in a huge amount of money which creates employment and then investment as well for not just for the holiday season but investment for the locals themselves and out of holiday season so while there are places that they really rely on tourism it doesn't necessarily mean that the locals actually enjoy having the tourists there and if somewhere is a tourist destination it hugely affects what kind of businesses are there and how the businesses are run because all of a sudden the whole whole job market becomes seasonal so you've got people who can easily get work in the summer or during the holiday season but out of season they're out of work and they haven't got anything to do so you've got to think about that what do those people do the rest of the year when they haven't got the um, holiday makers there for making employment and think about the kind of businesses that there will be so though there's probably going to be a lot more restaurants and cafes a lot more accommodation businesses and leisure businesses so the kind of businesses that are in somewhere that people go on holiday are very very different to the kind of businesses in a place where people don't tend to go on holiday and you've got to think about what happens to that place out of season when the tourists go home nobody's got a job there's no money coming in half the businesses are shut down a lot of the even a lot of the houses will be shut down if people have holiday homes there so it can have a really really big impact on that place both in and out of holiday season it will also have an effect on the natural landscape. So you, the natural landscape may well suffer from huge amounts of erosion if we're talking about somewhere where people like to go to walk, to experience the countryside. Erosion is a huge problem. Also the impact on the wildlife. So I, in season there'll be an increase in not just people but an increase in traffic 
as well and what sort of effect does that have on the wildlife that's there and the development of the buildings you know as the as the um the holiday destination builds they'll be building more businesses maybe residential to bring in people to work leisure will be built um hospitality of course and all of this development will be infringing on the natural environment as well you've also got to think about tourists taking souvenirs that they shouldn't be taking like shells from beaches in here in the UK you once upon a time you used to be able to walk right up to the stones of Stonehenge and you could touch them quite happily but so many tourists were chipping bits off the stone to take home as souvenirs that they've now had to erect a fence and you can't get anywhere near Stonehenge now. So things like that create a huge impact as well. You've also got to think about how people actually travel to get on holiday and how easy it is for them to travel. And that's, that's both physically to actually make the physical journey and also legally as well. Like, do they need visas? Do they need documentation to be able to travel? How long does it take to get to the holiday destination? And also what impact does that have on the environment as well? And all of those things, as well as an impact on the environment, they also have an impact on cost. So you've got to think about who can and who can't afford to travel. Where do rich people go on holiday and how does this differ to where poor people go on holiday, if indeed they holiday at all? Because it may not be the case that everyone can actually travel, whether they may not be allowed to travel, they may not have access to the travel documents that they need or they may just be banned from traveling because they're a certain kind of person or from a certain demographic of that society. You've got to um, also think about if they can get the time off work and when they can get the time off work because for example somebody who works in agriculture there will be certain times of year that are so busy that they absolutely cannot travel during that time of year and there are some other things that will um, affect when people go on holiday like uh, there will be public holidays religious holidays you've got to think about school holidays as well does everyone get time off from work and school and when do they get time off from work and school and also the when they go on holiday will be impacted on the kind of activities they do when they're on holiday so whether they travel in the summer or whether they travel in the winter whether it's they travel in wet weather or dry weather and that will all be impacted by what kind of activities they want to do you know you can't go skiing if there's no snow for example and another thing to consider is that sometimes popular holiday destinations will fall out of favor so there 
somewhere that people used to go, they won't always go there. You might have natural disaster that makes it impossible for people to travel to a particular holiday destination. There may be political changes that make it difficult for people to travel there. There may be landscape or climate changes like an earthquake or um, a rise in a huge rise in temperature or a rise in the sea level, things like that. There may be a tr- hugely tragic event that happens that stops people or puts people off from going on holiday there. And sometimes certain holiday destinations simply become old fashioned or untrendy to go to anymore. Um, They'll just fall out of favour just naturally over time. And that will have a huge another huge impact on the place. You if you've got a town that relies like almost entirely on tourism and suddenly for any one of those reasons they fall out of favour and people don't go there anymore what happens to them then do they all pack up and leave and it becomes a ghost town or do they find a different way to make a living and bring an income and keep their keep their town alive so that's a lot of different things to consider at around holidays both the people holidaying and the people living in the places where people holiday in in fantasy and science fiction you don't really come across that many stories that include holidays because well let's face it those characters are generally too busy like fighting battles or going on epic journeys but horror actually you get um I mean when I was younger I used to read the point horror books loved them devoured my way through those and there were so many of them set in like fairgrounds and carnivals and circuses and things like that and there's a lot of horror that gets set in hotels as well I mean you can't not mention Stephen King's The Shining so um it seems to be a lot more popular in horror but in your fantasy or science fiction world, it's a, it's an interesting thing to have a think about. Um, some, yeah, something different to maybe put into your story, whether it's from the point of view of people going on holiday or from the point of view of the locals with tourists coming in. So yeah, have a think about holidays and I'll see you again soon. Bye.